I'm not a white woman. I'm a faded black person. My people moved far from the equator. Mm -hmm. And that's the mm -hmm. only reason my skin is lighter. That's all any white person is. Because wow. we are our, our great. Hey. There's one race. There's one race, the human race. The human and then right. you all came from the same black women 300,000 to 500,000 years ago. The human race began with black women. This podcast has been brought to you by a four eyed production. And now let's start the show. Stretching your neck and, and popping your fingers like you Rocky Balboa. <laughs> I'm trying to get loose, okay? <laughs> like T.I. say, finna get loose. Or, yeah, T.I. and Diddy. I was gonna say, that's Diddy, right? Yeah, that's Diddy. Is he on that song or is it just Diddy and For Real? I thought, I don't know. No, I think it's just P. Diddy I and For Real. I just hear Diddy's voice. Oh, Diddy. That is a good workout song, yeah. Yep. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. So. Do you want to just jump right in? Dang, so much. So many things that we can talk about. And I feel like we should try to keep it light for this episode. We should. Because, you know, it's a Thanksgiving episode. So, with that being said, I do want to get two things out of the way. Since we're discussing, uh, since you just mentioned Diddy, yes. can we just go ahead and talk about Kim right quick? Sure, we can. So, I don't know. Yes, I do know. You had to have been just as shocked as I was. Like, I had to read it three times before it registered. I was thinking, like, oh, Kim, like Kim Porter, like, Kim Porter just passed away. Like, no, no, no. Like, who? Kim Porter just passed away. I'm looking at her photo. By the way, this is one of my favorite brown girls of all time. She's so beautiful. And she seems like she's such a good mother. And one thing I know for sure is Sean P. Diddy Combs loves him some Kim Porter so I'm looking at this photo and I'm scrolling through my timeline and it's like back to back to back to back to back people posting it and I'm like oh shoot Kim Porter like Kim Porter that we just saw for Halloween Kim Porter who we just saw at her son's um movie premiere which by the way I watched the movie on Netflix this weekend I think it's called The Holiday Calendar and mm -hmm. Quincy. That's his first role. He was so good, by the way. Yeah, I'm he's like, good on Star. He really is. So I'm like, Kim Porter passed away, and I'm still in shock. So um, not sure exactly like what the full-on cause of death was, mm -hmm. uh, but she had pneumonia. She had been battling pneumonia, which I don't think people take pneumonia seriously like they should. Mm -hmm. Not saying she didn't, but I just know plenty of people that are like, oh, Oh, I had pneumonia, or she had pneumonia. Like, people die. Yeah, people go in the hospital. I had, like, when I did work on the actual, like, nursing floor, uh -huh. a lot of people had pneumonia. Yeah. And depending upon the severity of it, I mean, you can die, just like you can die from the flu. Right. Um, But I just don't like, like, because we we don't we weren't there, so of we don't not. you know we don't know exactly what it entailed and like how you know what the circumstances were. That's right. Um, and people you know were saying things like, well, she had been saying she was you know sick for a while, and she called a doctor and said she wasn't feeling well, 
Um, but my thing is, sometimes pneumonia symptoms can mimic other things, too. They sure can. So, I would just, I'm interested to see what the medical examiner says. Yeah. The exact cause of her passing was before exactly. I say this didn't happen or that didn't happen. Right. Because I seen somebody having a debate about vaccines and I'm like, this has nothing to do with vaccines. <laughs> Why are we debating at this point? Yeah. The lady has passed away. Like I'm just I've been concerned about her her children. Right. And I'm just Diddy's like these children like Y'all, let's simmer. But to be honest, because I've been trying to steer clear of social media mm-hmm. for the past couple of weeks. So I didn't even see it on Instagram. Somebody texted me and was like, Kim Porter died. So it took me a minute. I'm thinking it's... Like, who is Kim Porter? Yeah, I'm thinking it's one of the housewives. I'm like, which, who's Porter? And then when I got on Instagram, I was like, oh, oh. this is who, this is, this Kim Porter. And you know what is so crazy? Because she is, or she was, one of the only, like, celebrity wives or girlfriends that I even follow. I don't really follow yes. a lot of... Her and Ludacris's wife. I follow her too. And Miguel's yeah. now wife. I follow her too. Yeah, that's it. Um, but I don't follow that that many. I, if I do follow someone that's quote unquote a celebrity wife, I follow a lot of football wives because yeah. I feel like the the NFL wives are a lot more. They're just a lot more chill than like the basketball wife child. So I follow a lot of like younger football wives because you know they're. Fun, they looking, they dress cute, you know, and they got cute kids. Yeah. So <laughs> and they got cute kids. They do. So, you know, I, I watch them a lot. And so I just think that it's it should be a wake up call for people to know like it doesn't matter what you have, it doesn't matter how old you how are. How old you so are. Young. Like when it's when it's your time, it's your time. And I, I just hate that these kids are left without a mother now. Yeah, so she has what four kids? She's got Quincy for Albie Shore. She's got five. She's got five. She has mm-hmm. Christian. Oh no, four. Yeah, she's got Christian. She's got Jesse, um, James, and she's got Delilah, the two twin I mean the twins. So that's four. But then Justin is Mises. Mises son, but I saw him post the other day because I was like, Man, Justin is always with Kim. You would think that's her child too. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he posted the other day about her being a second mom and how you know they will always remain close and please always look up. It wasn't until yesterday that everybody started posting, including Diddy. And it's so crazy. I think you and I were having an exchange. Um, so we were just going back and forth like I knew that it was going to be like that for him. Like, once he started posting, I knew he was going to be dead serious. Like, I've always seen her as his, if if a soulmate is a, is a thing, I've always seen them as inseparable no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, I wasn't surprised by, like, the way he posts uh, about her or the things that he said. Um, but little known fact, or maybe it isn't. So little known, but did you know that Forever My Lady was written for her? Mm-hmm, because I watched Albie Shore's okay. um, Unsung. I watched so you'll Unsung. be knowing, but the other people probably <laughs> didn't know. Yeah, I watch Unsung because, I mean, they it's some Unsung will have you in your feelings. I'm going to tell you the best Truly. one was about High Five. That was... I saw that one. And H-Town. Woo, I did geez. not see that one, but H-Town is still one of my oh, favorite groups. Though, Unsung will have you all in your emotions and I did watch the one with I'll be sure and um 
Did Mickey cross Mickey out? Cross yeah. out. <laughs> I, um, I was trying to refrain. Yeah, and then he posted it as well. Um, I'll be sure did. Yeah. With her, and he was like, forever, my lady. That is so freaking sad. Yeah, truly. So sad. I just feel, you know... I just feel bad for that, for everybody involved. Yeah, she was very... Uh, and I was about to say something mean, but I'm not. Don't do it. Okay, let's move on. It wasn't on. about her. Okay. But I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say that off. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell me later. But um, yes, she did pass away uh, last Thursday. That was November the 15th. Um, so, you know, may, may God be with her family because there are a lot of people who seem to be hurting behind her death. Um it really messed with me those first few days, too, and I never met her in my life. Um, what else? Oh, Stan Lee also passed away mm-hmm. last Monday. I know we usually record on Monday, so we probably would have been able to talk about it, but we have recorded last Sunday. Right. So, just as I mentioned, usually we, we talk post. about... We did post. But we always talk about, you know, all things black, but, you know, Stan Lee was down, down for the cause, down for the culture, uh, way back when it wasn't even popular. And it's so funny because when I saw him in Black Panther, as you know, I went to see it a million and two mm-hmm. times. But when I saw him in Black Panther, I chuckled and I went, uh, he's not going to be in too many more oh, movies. Yeah, he lived a very, very long life. So I heard, I didn't read this for myself, but I heard that he had one other work um, that his daughter wants to release. And so I hope that happens and I hope it's good and you know, he's left behind a huge legacy, and I am, as, um, you know, the movies continue to come out, I'm going to miss seeing him pop up, because he he's made like sure to make the cameos. cameos. Yep, he made a cameo in all of his films. How neat is that? That's cool. So, um, he will be missed. Yeah. And she will be missed. Sad. Woo! Okay, now that we got that off our chest, hey, how y'all doing? I'm a girl named Tiffany. And I'm Courtney Dean. We black like we never left. So what's up, B? How was your weekend? I know we usually don't start like that, but just wanted to get those two things out of the way and show some reference. What you been up to? I need a weekend duo. <laughs> Wait, what? Need you need a, a red button? Yes, I do. I need okay. a weekend do over because I was in a car accident. <gasps> Gasp. I know. And the driver left. Like, they just kept driving. No. Slow down. A hit and run? Slow. Well, I, I think I hit them. Oh. So, I'm glad they left. But, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. might have been was, drunk then, because they I didn't know. But I'm still, it happened so fast. Yeah. I don't even know how that really even happened. Like, they took the whole front end of my car off and kept going. <laughs> he slowed down. And I'm saying he, I don't know if it was he or not, because it was dark and they were in a work van with a ladder on the top. So, oh, it was a work van. They probably really didn't want to stop. They slowed down and kept going. So, they was either drunk, uninsured, or they didn't have no license because they skedaddled. Right. Um, so yeah, like, uh, but I did have some friends come over to keep me company, so that helped. And I'm okay, my poor car is not, so I'll keep you posted on what happens. But yeah, my I need a weekend do over because my weekend sucked Wingardium Liviosa I wish I could wave my magic wand for you yeah Wingardium Acura please (laughs) (laughs) Wingardium Acura how about that oh my goodness um okay (laughs) (laughs) how was your weekend I don't know you know I never know 
I need you to whip out your day planner. You know, like, this right. is 1990. Where is your day planner? You know I have one, right? Because I'm one of those people who has to write everything down. I'm just not... I mean, not that I'm not technologically savage. I mean... Yeah, you're right. You're a technology... What are you? Savvy? <laughs> no. Savage. I'm a savage. <laughs> you're a tech savage. Ooh, that might be a good idea. You know what? I love it. <laughs> Don't steal that, y'all. I'm going to find a way to use it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I have to write everything down. I just like to see things on paper, even if I do have it, like, on a virtual calendar or something like that. Anywho, um, we recorded early last week because I had to go to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So, not technically my weekend, but let me tell you, so you know the fires were going on there the previous week. And when I tell you, people are working from home because right now, even though the fires have been over... Um, the, I guess the ash and the, the air quality, air quality, the smog is starting to come into the cities and they're asked, they're being asked to work from home. So when we landed, it's so funny cause I did check the weather before I got off the plane and that's all it said. Like, um, it said, uh, you know, bad air quality on the weather thing. I'm like, they can't be serious. I get off the plane. A bunch of people in San Francisco are wearing masks, which I totally should have done because I had ended up having an asthma attack that day. From the air quality. Yes. And that's right. And it continued to move in um, every day that I was there. So much so, like, we we couldn't see the ground or anything as we were landing. Like, it was bad. And when we got ready to leave, same situation. We were right up on the airport and could not see it. Oh, gosh. It, it, it was that's really terrible. not healthy. Yeah, so prayer. My prayers um, and thoughts go out to you know the people in California who've had to deal with that for weeks now, and who you know will be left with that for weeks to come. Months. Mm-hmm. Months. And I heard on the news like there are a lot of like senior citizens that are missing because oh that just sent a chill mm-hmm. down my arm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah, it is. I don't even think I would live. Like, you know how much you know how your insurance is gonna be if you say you're gonna live in those areas. Yes. A buttload because of stuff like that. Right. Just like you know when you live near large bodies of water, mm-hmm. it's it's more too, or areas that are prone to like natural disasters. Your house insurance is more. Why is it then here? I don't want to get too far off, but like we have tornadoes and hurricanes here. Every year. And I I feel like as time goes on, like by the time like we retire, it will probably be different because I just feel like the stuff is getting worse. Yeah. And more more frequent. So it, it may be a change in the landscape and how we're charged based on our area. That's true. I mean, I can foresee that happening because these hurricanes... And these, I mean, we live with, there's a lot of trees here. Right. And there's, you know, a lot of capability for floods because of all the rivers that are, you know, in and throughout. So, I don't know. I just feel sorry for those. I mean, I feel sorry for everybody, but like millionaires who are safe, it's just like, you lost your possessions and your house and I understand. But like, what about people who have nothing? nothing? Or everything that they had is now lost. Yeah. Like they don't have millions in the bank to just rebuild their house and all people are trying to do out here is live that's really it uh but i digress let's talk about some people that we're proud of so andrew gillum conceded to ron DeSantis 
uh, what, two two days ago, three days ago? Saturday, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I really hate that this happened. I do, too. But Florida always got some issues with them. They do. They're always doing something. They are Joanna Scammer. The state of Joanna Scammer. That's, they ought to just, that's what they are, the Florida Scammers. You know what? True. Floridian Scammers. No lies were Free told Free JT, because that's why she in jail. Scamming. Scamming. That's so true. Okay? The art of scamming. Like, um, oh, my gosh. That's why they call Marlo from Real Housewives of Atlanta, MasterCard Marlo. And she's from where? Florida. Florida. That's true. Scammers. Stacey. Allegedly. Right. <laughs> well, we not that put that part on there. Jail, so we clearly know that she's scammed. Please don't freak. Never Did mind. you watch that? Oh! I ain't even going to say it because I said I wasn't going to talk about it. What? But did you see that Breakfast Club interview with, I mean, they're saying the city girls, but clearly it's only one girl. Right. No, I did not see it. Okay. You're already discussing it. We're already recording. So what's your issue? I don't have an issue per se. It's just like, why y'all keep making these people famous? And then be mad later on, like, when they really act up or you find out something terrible about them that they already did or said. Well, I mean, she she did say some pretty terrible I, I things. I know. That's what I'm saying. And um, I always say, I say the same thing about the Kardashians, too. But I, moving on. Yeah, just, you know, if she, if her, her exact words were, if my son do any gay shit, he gonna get, he gonna get beat or I I'm gonna beat his ass. Mm-hmm. And she... Said it again on there. She was like, "Just as that's my preference as a mother, I just don't want my son to be gay." Okay, but and it's not your it's not your choice. At the end of the day, that man is going to grow up and be a whole grown person, and he's going to make his own decisions. And the only difference is whether or not he can come to you or feel comfortable in your presence with his mate. If he decided that, not even decided, but like if you found out that he is gay. Yeah, and then she hit us with the with the token white folks response. Oh, I got gay friends. My favorite cousin. So what? Ooh. I was just like, now that was stupid. So that, that was that's that's just it's just crazy to me because and I don't I don't know if this is gonna come off the way I'm meaning it. Okay. But but I mean, okay, I'm just gonna say it. There are so many things in the world terrible that your child could end up being. And you worry about who somebody is sleeping in the bed with. I mean, they could be a serial they killer. They could be a pedophile. You'd rather your child be a pedophile than gay. A pedophile. They could be a terrorist. They could be dumb. They could be... <laughs> no, because... She, I'm just saying. She, you won't get flued out. Right. <laughs> so, she wrote the book on dumb. So, we're not right. even going to go there. Talking about flued out. I said... I, I, I just am trying to figure this out. I almost played that clip whenever you came, walked in. Walked into the studio. I almost played that clip just so we could get a good laugh. I mean, and then, but you know what? If I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not gonna go to bat for y'all. That she, you know, people that are like in her line of fire when she's saying those types of things. I mean, it's it's not necessarily affecting me, but it makes me mad because I know people in that community are probably still gonna listen to her. They still gonna support her like it ain't nothing. And I'm mm-hmm. just like. But y'all shouldn't know. Right. Y'all should not. Because if, think about if the shoe were on the other foot and that was Taylor Swift saying, I just don't want my son to date a black girl or my daughter to date a black. I mean, I'm just saying, I I got black friends, but I just don't want my child to be with nobody black. Right. 
People be having a damn fit. I'm telling you, people do not think about what they're saying. They don't put it into any specific context. They don't think about it on the broad on a broader spectrum. Nothing. And at the end of the day, like then she said blue wasn't cute. So she been done in my child. Book. You know what I do with people she who been done say in that. My book. I've only encountered one person. I'm over here making talking all about. Kind of I mean the color blue girl. Now. You about as dumb as you look. If you think we believe that, tell me what you was talking about the color. I was blue. gonna say she must think that we're dumb. Oh my god! What did they say? You know what? Never mind. I think we should uh, probably go watch it ourselves. Cause I need to see this now. I seen it. I know. I'm talking about me, like me oh, yeah, and the listeners who and haven't seen it. And then she said some more other things about you know not sleeping with. No, if you would have do, you shouldn't have to ever spend your own money and. When she first meet dudes, the first thing she do is ask them to buy her a bag. I'm just like, what? It was so stupid. My head hurt afterwards. My head was literally hurting. See, afterwards. when people do stuff like that, sometimes I'm like, you got to be playing this up for the radio so people will, you know, some people love controversy. I don't know. She said she. That's how she determined if they serious or not. If they'll buy her a bag. Mm-hmm. Is she with somebody now? I, girl, I don't know. I don't know, but I was just like. Ooh, child. All right. So back to people who are willing to stand up for what's right and influence communities and stand up for black people. Andrew Gillum and Stacey Abrams. And gay people. All the people. (laughs) Right. All the people. (laughs) All the people that need standing up for. Stand up Um, for everybody. I just want to read this right quick. Andrew did post um, a few days ago. He said, my wife, RJ... And uh, we could not be prouder of the way we ran this race from the bottom of my heart. I want to thank you for being a part, being part of this campaign. I wouldn't be here without the support uh, that was shown by millions of Floridians. Um, He continues to go on and says thank you again at the end. But I just want to say this about Andrew specifically. Mm -hmm. He was a stand-up guy from beginning to end Mm -hmm. and there are plenty of opportunities that he could have taken to hit below the belt and he chose not to every step of the way um i already said this on the show very proud of of stacy abrams and i'm she never not once gave in not once she was like i'm not conceding we're gonna see this thing through for me personally you'll never be able to convince me that they lost um in a fair fight i don't care if you did the recounts Maybe they would have lost because we know how Florida does and we know how most of Georgia outside of Atlanta and, you know, its surrounding areas. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, because it wasn't fair from the beginning, you won't be able to convince me. So I I was watching um, an interview that she did on CNN with Jake Tapper, and they were kind of going back and forth because I'm not saying that. And I guess I just kind of took offense to it because I know the circumstances and the types of voter suppression that was going on in Georgia. And so basically Jake Tapper was trying to like pin her down and make her say that Kemp is the legal, is the um, legal governor or the, the, you know, the legitimate governor. Right. Yeah. That's what it was. So he kept saying, so is Brian, is Kemp the legitimate governor and so stacy was like he legally 
he is the governor. Right. But she would not say legitimate. And he was like, well, don't you feel like this is undermining the democracy? And you're, you know, casting a cloud of illegitimacy over Kemp's victory. And I'm just like, no, he did that. Yes, he did. When he <laughs> withheld voter registration cards and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, being the secretary of state over an election that he's in. Like, no, he did that. But he, he just kept trying to pin her down. And she was not going for it. I just don't understand how people who operate that way sleep well at night. Like, how do you go to sleep with a smile on your face like I won? I just, I couldn't do it. I mean, moral perspective. Yeah, and as it should be, you know, he, he should not be recognized as the legitimate governor. Right. Just like Donald Trump should not be recognized as the legitimate president. Right. Legally, yes. And, you know, I just don't understand, like... You know, why he was, like, pinning her down on that because, you know, let's not forget when the whole Bush election happened, the Supreme Court ruled that he did not win. Mm -hmm. Legally, he was in there, mm -hmm. but they ruled that he was not the legitimate president. Correct. So, Isn't why are you trying to... Sad? Yeah, it's crazy, but you're in the, you're in the White House. Mm -hmm. So, it just kind of, like, I don't know, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way that he mm -hmm. was basically trying to force her to say that. And she was just like, I'm a writer... And I know how to pick my words, and I'm not going to say that. That's right. And basically, you're not going to bully me into saying something I don't want to say. I love her. Me too. I love her. She's I want to meet her. Miss Abrams, if you're listening to this or you happen to catch a clip, like, I want to meet you. She's starting a campaign called Fair Fight Georgia mm -hmm. to um, ensure voter protection. I just wanted to lift my fist in the air just now for that. Yeah, so... We Fair love you, Stacey. You you did you did the thing. Yeah. But you know, our you know, fake feminist sisters didn't <laughs> don't they, they, and won't. They just they just couldn't they couldn't get over the hump. You know that hump of blackness. Okay, because that's really all it is. <laughs> they 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 had to they couldn't get over that. You know they had to stick with what they knew. So we couldn't get it. And with the with the whole you know voter suppression thing, it was just. The cards were stacked against Stacey in, in, in this one. I'm telling you, listen, when these, when people who have been incarcerated finally do their time and now like they're, they can go re-register and their votes will count, I'm interested to see like what our next few election cycles look like. Which is what was so kind of, the elections are just so weird. Right. Um, because like you take in Florida, you know, their reluctance to elect any progressives mm -hmm. when they have one of the highest populations of Hispanic voters and then they voted to pass this right. amendment. It's it's just like they the it's such a contradiction. That's the 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 way the the elections going is just it's it doesn't make any sense. Because you would expect for that to go the other way. Yeah. I'm confident, though, that they will try to figure out a way uh, to suppress that vote as well when the time comes. Yeah. Because, you know, Trump said that people are going in to vote and then coming out, getting their car and changing their clothes and putting on a hat like Scooby-Doo missions. You I'm mean your like, people? You mean his people? I'm just like, bruh. Nobody's doing Nobody's that. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's walking into a polling site. I mean, clearly the person would be like, "Sir, you were just in here." <laughs> like, do I look stupid? Right. Are you dumb? Get out of here. You and, just came in here. Right, and you still would have to have the name of someone who is actually registered, registered to vote. Not dead. 
and maybe and hasn't already voted. What if you use somebody's name and they've already voted? Like, come on now. I really want to laugh, but if I start laughing, I promise I will not stop. So let's move along. Um, you know, one thing that totally excited me. I know we were talking about our first lady, Michelle Obama. Our forever floaters. Yes. <laughs> She's so amazing. So I didn't pre-order the book, right? And I'm mm-hmm. in the airport the other day and I walked past the bookstore and I was like, Gotta get it. Mm-hmm. Gotta get it. I know it's in here. I walk in that bookstore proudly, prop my book. She was like, once I paid for it, she was like, do you need a bag, miss? No, ma'am. Because I want people to Everybody see me carrying it. I woke up that morning, and she was on Good Morning America with Robin. Mm-hmm. I sat right on my computer and said, let me use this Amazon Prime that I forgot to cancel two months ago. Okay. Y'all charged me this $100. We're sorry. But it's okay. It got there in two days and they only paid nineteen dollars for it. Mm-hmm. So I was excited. But oh, that's a good price. I don't know I don't know why it was so cheap because when I looked in the flat, it was like thirty something dollars. I was gonna say that's what I I paid nineteen bucks. Okay. Um But that's you know what? I didn't mind paying I don't know how much of that she gets, but Yeah. I don't I'm like it. there are plenty of books that I paid full price for. I can pay for this one. I, it can be my splurge this week. It's just, it's written like she's just saying it. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm torn because... You can hear her voice. Yeah, well, the audible, it is her. No, I'm saying you can, I can hear her voice when I read oh, it. Read it. Yeah. I read it in her voice. So, but now I'm torn because it's like, okay, I, I wanted the book, to have the book, but like, I would love to listen to Michelle Obama read me the book. So then have them both. What I did know. you do? You bought the book. You I don't have the, the audible. No. That's okay. We can get it later. But you know, if you... I'm not going to give them no promo because, but you know what I'm about to say. Mm -hmm. Okay. um, You got to pay for that. You got to pay for that. But yeah, um, I'm excited to get into it. She's just, I just love her so much. Me too. I love her. Oh, what I was going to say is I was in Target Mm -hmm. and you know, they're getting ready for Black Friday and Uh they're putting out all these TVs and stuff. So with some people walking and one is like, he may be like a stock manager or something, you know, is telling them X, Y, Z, these are going to go there. And then I just overheard him as I was walking. He was like, yep. The Michelle Obama book sold out again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes, in the air. Yes. I'm like everybody is in here buying this Restock, book. restock, yes. because like, nope. you're gonna need some more. And he was white too. It was so yes. funny. He was like, "Well, Michelle Obama book sold out again." I love that. <laughs> that feels so good. You yeah, know, um, good. I don't know if you know this, but okay, so I do know that you know she's on tour. So mm-hmm. the name of her tour is called the Live On Tour. I think it's so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, an intimate conversation with Michelle Obama. And I don't know if you know this, but your girl was her moderator one night. Tracy? Yes. yes. Tracy love they love each other. They do. they like text each other on the phone mm-hmm. and everything. I'm so jealous. She texts with Beyonce too. And yes, Beyonce's she does. mama. Um, and Oprah. And Oprah mm-hmm. was her moderator in Chicago. Tracy was her uh, moderator in Cal- Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And then she's, you know, had a couple other uh, people. I know, what's today? Like, coming up, she's got Elizabeth Alexander as her moderator. So, all of this is pretty dope. But the cutest thing, when they were at Capitol Arena, did you see, um, since she was in D.C., her hubby yes, came out. and surprised her. I thought that was so I yeah. miss them. I miss them, too. And I'm glad that they're getting all they deserve. Yeah. People want to hate and... You know, say this and say that. It's just like, let them people live. Let her get all her coins mm-hmm. and all her flowers. All her she flowers and all the de- coins. She deserves it. Facts. She deserves. So Facts. I'm excited to get into the book. Um, I'm really interested. I'm interested in all of it, but I can't wait to get to the part where she's talking about, like, the transition. 
Yeah. And how I'm there. I'm already there. How that how that must have felt. Yeah. You know, and and one part that really that really like got me was when she said, you know, I've had to stand and pose for pictures with people who have said horrible things about, about my husband, husband, but they still want their, you know, sake on the mantle. Oh, yes. girl, when I tell you, I was just like, I don't know how she, I don't know how she did it. I don't know how she did it. I'm telling you, it takes, it takes a certain amount of grace that many people don't have. I ain't that mature. I'm going <laughs> to get there one day, but today ain't that day. Facts. Because I was, <laughs> I was looking at, um. Will Smith had posted a picture of his ex-wife for her birthday, and he was like, "I oh, love yeah. you, Riri. the best and, baby mama in the world." And I, I was, I was a, I had my thumbs was going, and I was about to say, "I ain't nowhere near this mature," but I was like, "I'm gonna stop <laughs> because one day I will be that mature." But it, today ain't the day because you don't love nobody but me. Okay? Oh, like if you were Jada, but they're mature. But they all have a good relationship exactly. too because when you got money. You heal like Wolverine. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Because I was about to say that about who we were talking about before. I just knew you and were going to bring that and up. And these harems. I'm just saying, you don't know nobody that is in their real life that's, that's that close. I mean, y'all family, family. I don't. I know one person that tried that. Didn't end well for her, okay? I'm just saying. Chicks heal like Wolverine when you got the coins. Gabrielle and her break baby. Ludacris and his... Ba- I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm not knocking it because I ain't in nobody's marriage. Right. But people move differently when you got the coins. Yeah, but... Okay, so the argument a lot of times, and then we'll move on, is that if the other person has money, then it's easier to heal because you know you can at least get the money. But Gabrielle Union... Had her own money. She don't she need Dwayne. She don't need Dwayne. But you do you think that if Dwayne would have been Tyrone from Best Buy, she would have been like, oh, okay. No. I don't know. I feel like Gabrielle Union is the kind of person that like loves who she loves. And she if she going to forgive you, she going to forgive you. But just her individually. Because, you know, I do everything on a case-by-case basis. Like, I never... I hate dealing in absolutes. So I don't even want to say never, but... You know what I mean? Just, I don't know what I'm trying to say, baby. You, I understand what you're saying because there's people who ain't got money that's still sticking around. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. There are women who have more money than their yes. men who stick around because so you know, they I believe in the relationship. They so. do. Because I've, I've stuck around through some things. So, well, I'm we, not going we, to. We smarter and wiser. We, right. Now. But that was that was then. Right. This is and now. And this is now. I don't want to hear nothing about no break, baby. <laughs> Okay, I don't hear nothing. About I already that. told y'all that will that, break there's my no, There's heart. no such thing as a break baby. Yeah, there's such thing as your baby and you and, out of here. Right. Like we your done. baby and we're broken. Yeah, up. yeah, that's it. Like, right. uh-uh. but I'm just they saying, say don't say what you won't do. But I'm just telling you, I say this all the time. That will break my heart in a way that I wouldn't. I just I don't would, think I'd be able to look at you the same. I won't be able to look at you the same, and that baby can't come to my house. And y'all, and no whoever is yes, in the sound I already of my know. voice, I don't care if you don't like it. Because some people will want to drag you like, oh, that drag, baby you can, didn't do nothing to you. You can this drag me true. from the sun up to, like Mama Joy say, drag me up and down the street like a rag doll. I <laughs> don't care. If I'm in a serious committed relationship with somebody, my husband, and you have a baby somewhere, it, it will, I'm not saying never, but 
Number one, don't I don't try, think... Don't try to push the baby off on me. I don't think... I don't think that I will... I just know I'm not that... I'm not that mature enough to handle that. It's a betrayal that I personally cannot handle. No, and you think you gonna this child gonna be coming over my house, so that means the mama gonna be coming over? And then you out the, of your damn here's mind. Here's the thing. A lot, a lot, I see a lot of people do. They operate in forgiveness. Cool, right? But then, like, you can't, you almost can't even bring it up because it's like we're past that. Like, here is a no, physical manifestation that will always remind me of that. I will never be past that. And for that reason, I'm not gonna go through it, not gonna take you through it, and certainly not gonna take your, your brand new child through it. You guys can have it. Yeah, because I'm selfish. How did we get here? We're talking about harems and. I know what you're talking about, but I'm just like saying. Wolverine and. Break babies and celebrity mess. She doesn't heal like Wolverine. I, girl, it takes me years to heal. And that's okay. I ain't gonna lie. Whatever. Like, I'm not one of them get over type chicks. I will be mad until I just feel like I can't be... No more madness is left. Like, mm-hmm. I have exhausted all levels of madness. But I love, I love that level of vulnerability because there's no pretense behind it. I don't have to look at you and go... Was she really that strong? And not that it would be any of my business anyway, but just like as your friend, I'll just use it that way. Like as your friend, I know when you say like, I'm over it, like not like a, I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like different. when you finally are like, I'm good. And I know that you've processed, then I know you mean it. Mm-hmm. And I'm that same way. And people have asked like in the past, I've been hurt before and people will be like, well, it might be four months, right? And people are like, well, how do you feel? Not that it's any of their business either. But I'm very transparent. I'm like, well, I still love that person or, you know, I'm still hurt, but, you know, today is a good day. I just phrase it that way. Yeah, and and when you're in situations like that or when you've basically had your life enmeshed with someone for that lo- for a long period of time you're gonna have some days you're gonna of be like oh course. forget it and the other days it's gonna be like you hurt all over again right like but, it's a brand new wound yeah but that's that's what you have to go through yeah to get to the other side and it's nothing wrong with that like that's that's one thing that when people be like oh well you should be doing this or i would do this girl you you don't know what you would do Facts. you don't know what you would do because you ain't in you're not in this you're, you're not me. You don't know what you would feel or what you would do. But one thing that I do like, even with the hurts, is that I feel like as we grow, we get to our, it's like we get to that point of where like when you see like red flags and you see all this, you get to your, I'm done quicker. Quicker. Yeah. Like you don't your even let it. Your tolerance level is not yeah. what it used to be. I know what you mean. You'd be like, oh, oh no. Cause I ain't even going down that road with Mm-mm. you. Cause I didn't, Been I know, this. I I know where this, this is going. Before. Right. Okay. I know where this is going. So the door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the door. But, um, the door. One thing I want to talk about the realist back in. So, do you remember a few months ago where we talked about this couple out of New Jersey that um, put together a GoFundMe for this Child, homeless veteran? Please. Right? You got to update. I got to update. So, I hadn't been following, following this, but you know when stuff starts unraveling, it gets to all the news outlets. So, when we spoke last about this couple, this was a few months ago, yes. um, and let me just let me call them by their names, okay? okay. So the the couple um, was Mark D'Amico and Caitlin McClure. Right. So 
supposedly she ran out of gas and this homeless um veteran gave her his last $20 and so they you know this he was such a good Samaritan so they did this GoFundMe and they wanted to raise $10,000 for him to get set up mm -hmm. lo and behold they raised $400,000 mm -hmm. um and they did buy him a um trailer or something like that but honey the veteran um felt like he wasn't getting enough money so he went and got him a lawyer to sue them so they have been going on the Wait, couple. Of, what? Shout out to you for the recap. Okay, I'm trying okay, to. Okay, I see I'm how to you summarize. did that. I'm trying okay. to summa summarize, and the homeless guy's name is Johnny Bobbitt. Right. So Johnny was like, "I need some more of my coin because clearly you told me that you raised four hundred thousand dollars, right? And all I got is a single wide. So where is the money? They done went on trips. I mean, jumping out of jets, got a blacked out BMW, done went on this nationwide tour talking about it's all for the love of philanthropy and we're trying to like be able to do this for more vets. Honey, so what has happened is the plot then unraveled, okay? This it was entirely unraveled. This is was entirely a scam. They're all co-conspirators in this mess, even the homeless guy. You are lying. All made up. You are lying. All made up. But they did get that car confiscated, didn't they? They got the car confiscated, and GoFundMe is going to refund everybody that donated their money back. But the thing... Right, so who's my, whose pocket does it come out of, though? I guess maybe GoFundMe has some type of insurance or something. I mean, I don't know, Child. but GoFundMe is supposed to refund everybody back their money. But the thing that is crazy to me is that they... Of course, seized all their phone records and figured out like where they met up to talk about the scam and all this kind of stuff. And so on the, the girl's phone, Caitlin McClure, they found text messages of her messaging her friends saying, shush about all the made up stuff. Shush about all that. Because they're basically putting this lie out to the public. But now, <laughs> but another sure thing. not from Florida too? That's a scam. scam. But the thing is, now she's trying to say that her boyfriend forced her. She had no idea that any of this was fake, and she's crying her, you know, <laughs> she's crying her unmelanated tears. tears. <laughs> and every, now everybody has forced her, and it's it's woe is me, girl. You weren't crying when you was jumping out of planes and riding around that BMW. This is a really good story. I hate like um, I hate that it even got to this, but like, how do you get to that level of scammery? The scam of it all, and get away with it. So, what's up? With, was the guy even a vet? Yeah, ever? yeah, he actually is a homeless but, veteran. And, oh, and he, okay, he's he actually was a vet. Yeah, and he's actually homeless, and he does have drug problems. So that part is true, right? But all of the like giving her the money for the gas and all, all of that is is not true. It's all. It's all made up. That never happened. They just were like, let's see if we can get this yes. money. And I don't know. It's something about the GoFundMe. Because did you see um, the chick who basically scammed all the MAGA people? Yeah, yeah. The black girl. That took <laughs> said her family bit, like disowned her and kicked her out. Yep. And she got like, I don't know how many thousands of dollars. Yeah. 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 We talk, I think we talked about that did too. Did we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, we did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good for her. <laughs> Slow hand clap. Mm -hmm. Good for her. Get all the get all of their money, okay? Yep. Make me rich. Speaking of getting money, um, so you know we always talk about Black Aunt Viv, the dark skin Aunt Viv. <laughs> Jesus 
They're both black. She always stirring up some mess. I know. She need a talk show. She really will? Or like a radio show where that in so I can No. Yes, she does. A whole a, radio show? Yeah, it's like but a 45 she's minute show. Venting. Good, it's funny. I want to hear what she got to say because she be reading people. Well, can I just say this? One thing one thing I have to say about Janet Hubert is that, which is her real name, mm-hmm. Vivian Banks, Janet Hubert, the first one, She um, she's a really good actress. Yeah, she and She was dancer. good and an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. Of course, one of my, I think we posted that one time, one of my favorite scenes from The First Prince of Bel-Air yeah. was when she went in there and she... Showed them white girls what was up. You hear me? So, um, she was replaced by Daphne Reed on the show, if you guys remember. But she just got cast on General Hospital. And you know, once you're on General Hospital, you ride that out. You ride that out until the sun sets. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can die, come back to life, get kidnapped, uh, go missing, come back as somebody totally different. They don't find out who you are until two seasons later. Marry three, four, five people, <laughs> have kids, don't then, then tell them who their daddy is when they grown. Exactly. And then they done went and hey, fell in love with their brother. Exactly. Keep, I'm just All like, of that. Jesus Christ. The soaps. So she she's, uh, I know that she's had a couple jobs since then, and I'm sure she's been fine, but General Hospital, get that money. What is good for her I, yeah. I do like to see her when she does her reads though because she'd be going in i just never mind what i don't know i feel a way sometimes about the whole will smith thing and not for the sake of will but because i don't want it to get played out so that when people see her coming that's all they see because yeah. she's so much more than that she is yeah but she's 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 holding on to that little she's mad feud. yeah she, she she's holding mad. on to that feud and everybody else is like girl that was 20 years ago right she is holding on to that feud but not necessarily that but it was it was somebody else that she read that didn't have anything to do with it was somebody totally different it was right. funny I, like, I can't remember who it was but it was somebody else that she went off on on internet but it wasn't anything to do with fresh friends okay yeah. i didn't see that uh what else so many things I say that all the time, don't you I? Because something's time. always going on. on a shirt. So many things. So That's many true. Things. Um, one thing that I'm, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm not interested. Okay. Um, you're clearly interested because you're about to talk about I'm, it. I'm kind of interested. I, I'm definitely interested for one aspect. So they filmed the Soul Train Awards this past weekend, mm-hmm. which it doesn't air until this Sunday at 8 p.m. Okay. And this year, they're honoring Faith Evans. They're giving her Lady of Soul Award. Okay. And then Erica Badu is being honored for the, she's getting the Legend Award. So I am definitely, I definitely want to see it. And, you know, Erica Badu has been hosting those awards as of late. But since she's being honored, um, Tisha Campbell and Tashina Arnold are hosting together. Really? Yes. Yeah, so okay. So that should be interesting. Um, and something that I saw was like, because I kept seeing it, and I'm just like, but it didn't come on yet. I'm like, why am I seeing all of these outfits? But they, they pre-filmed it to right. live. So I'm like, oh, duh, Courtney. But they did a 21 Questions with Faith Evans. Okay. You know, I love 21 Questions. The game, just in general. You yeah, learn so ask, much about a person. They ask her 21 questions and like a bonus question, but um one of the one of the questions that was interesting to me was they asked her if um if Biggie was alive, what do you what does she think that 
he would be doing. And she said something that I I always kind of felt. She was just like, she doesn't think that he would even be, be rapping. rapping. Like she said that he had said like after like his last album that he just wanted to focus on everybody else. He didn't want to, he didn't want to put out any more albums. She was like, now granted, a lot of people say that and then they come back. She was like, but he really, you know, she was like, I could see him being more as an executive and not right. just. Or do a feature every now and then. Right. I could see that for him. Right. And it was wow. just good to see her, um, you know, to just see her talk. I didn't realize that she was Italian. Faith. Yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't realize that she was Italian. I knew she was biracial but I didn't know that she was Italian so that was good um but it's just the other performances or the people that I saw I'm just I'm not trying to be funny and y'all can fry me but BET gonna run BBD in the ground I'm just like y'all y'all but they so good but tiffany <laughs> they done been at every award show since that movie came out well they need some money so they're the ones that say yes every time i'm just like so i seen bbd now i did see john b i cannot wait for that because i'm gonna be screaming at the tv because i love me some john b um who else did i see normani oh yeah is it normani or normani this is the argument all the time. I don't know. I, I think wish it's Normandy. Just tell me. I think it's Normandy or Normani. I don't know. I, don't I think it's know. Normani. I don't even know. So what you the think child it's sings. Normani? I think it's Normani. And next week we need to be able to tell the people what it really is. I didn't see her performing, but I just saw her like maybe getting an award. I always get her and Justine Scott confused. I don't. I can't tell them apart. Really? Because I don't really listen. To okay, them. that's so, fair. Not that they look alike, but I just I just see a cute brown girl, and I don't know who's who because I don't listen to them or I don't I don't follow them so I don't my eyes don't are not on them all the time. Correct. So I'm just like, wait a minute, is this Justine Scott or is this Normani? Normani. Anyway, I saw her Normani. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I saw her and that Jacques. Who? Jacques. The one that sounds like a Billy Goat. Yeah, that one. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> do I have to sit through this? Wait, I thought that was Trey. Mm. I'm just like, I don't wear this this name. I'm just, I'm just not interested in hearing that. <laughs> Tiffany, why are you laughing? Because I just, I'm sorry, but I just Girl, thought of like three other artists that sound like, like, he like, sound like lambs or like billy goats. And so, yes, I, sheep, <laughs> I don't want to hear that. He sound like a horse when he slept on the butt. <laughs> I'm, girl, and I've seen him over here on this two bit long suit coat. I said, Jesus. Jesus, are we going to have to really sit through this? Don't do that. Where is the talent, Soul Train? Where is the soul? Where is the where is the soul? That's a good. You know what? That's a good question. I'm gonna start. Where is the soul? Listen, when it come on, I just want to be tweeting him. Hey, where is the soul? Did you see that video of um, what's the name's grandbaby? I said, what's the name? Y'all know I'm from the country. What's the name? Um, Clark Sheer. No, I didn't see it. Oh, that little baby is singing. The soul, soul is there. I need some. I need some Raheem Devon. I need some PJ Morgan. I don't Morgan. understand. I oh, need, did you I see? I need some Jasmine Sullivan. I got too excited. Did you hear PJ Morton's um, Christmas album yeah, girl. that came out? Yes, yeah, I cannot wait. I, I need some Kiki Wyatt's. I need, who else? Give me some more soul. Because, y- look, hire me. Because y'all don't know what y'all doing. I mean, I know that y'all got youngins that want to see these people, and I'm I'm phasing into my auntiness. Right. But I know soul music when I hear it. Right. And that that ain't it. Jacquees 
Is it Jacquees? I don't know, girl. Girl. I yes, said. I, I, you're confusing me. So I thought so until you started saying it differently. Then I'm like, have I been saying it wrong? No, the you're time? you're really saying it right. We're not old, are we? Just I'm not no. old, Say but no. okay. I'm I'm just like I'm not a spring chicken. But I'm not old. She's not old, okay? Because some of these girls been living rough lives. <laughs> Who are like oh, younger than us. Yes. Yeah, so girl, sit. But yeah, um, I'm interested in seeing John B. Erica Badu, um, and Faith Evans because let's not forget, Faith Evans can blow. Okay? Listen, so you guys listening right now, um, what was it? The Bad Boy Reunion Tour? Mm-hmm. B and I went to the tour, y'all. When I tell you Faith Evans came out there and she gave life like she had created everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. It was so good to me. Her voice is so, it, it's milky. And when she started singing, soon as I get home, I was like, that's it. There Faith it is. That girl can sing. They've got some bangers. So, and then, you know, what's so funny. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was only $55 to go in there. Yeah. I'm like. For all the talent. Yes, $55. For <laughs> all the people on Bad I'm like, now let me find out. I should have went to uh, know you so I could go to the show $55 to get my, uh, for real, for real commentary. Okay. But yeah, it was $55. So, it comes on this Sunday. So, y'all watch it because, listen, y'all folks, y'all need to watch these awards. Because when y'all watch the Grammys, y'all be getting confused. Because y'all be thinking that it's only one genre of music, and it's clearly not. Right. So, this may be the awards for some of y'all to watch. <laughs> <laughs> right. This one's going to make you happy. Yeah, this one may make you happy. But Speaking of awards, can we talk about, like, our older auntie, Cicely Tyson, almost get yes. ready to turn 94 and getting an honorary, not getting an honorary Oscar, but being the first black woman to ever receive one. Awesome. Which, she should have got one a long time ago. Mm-hmm. She's, she's good, too. Um... God, she's been in so many movies. I know, like, a lot of people only f- seem to know her from, like, Tyler Perry movies. But lest we forget a classic, Fried Green Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. She's been acting. Oh, I love me some Fried Green Tomatoes, Me too. too. Ooh, oh, I watched that this week. So good. But um, speaking of Oscars, that just brings me to my favorite, one of my favorites. Which is Viola Davis. I always I wanted her to mentor me back when before she blew up. Listen, I and I did not Viola. reach out. I love me some Viola. So she's in a new crime thr- thriller called Widows. Yes. Um, and I, one of my friends went to see it and she said that it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But they were on the view, which everybody knows I watched the view. Right. They were on the view and the director is Steve McQueen and he's also black. Yeah. And whenever she was approached about the film, she made a joke like to him. As far as, like, being in this type of movie, like, well, how many times for hair? Like, you know, because she has, you know, her wigs and stuff. And he basically told her, like, no. He was like, I don't, I want you to wear your natural hair. He was like, because there's a space for that. Like, there's a woman that is there, that's out there that needs to see you in this role. Like, being sexy, being a leader. Because I think she's, like, the boss of this little widow clip yes she is i Um, gathered that from the previews and but the only thing that and i and i know i gotta stop being this way because once you do something i'll be like you done like so michelle rodriguez is in the movie as well and i just remember a while back she had made comments about like if you want to win an oscar you got to be trashy and black so i just i felt some kind of way because i'm just like girl 
are you forgiving? <laughs> we forgiving you yet? Because, yeah, she said this. This was back in 2012. I remember I had to go do my Googles because I was like, she said something. I didn't know what it was, but that's what she said because I know this is the only disadvantage to like being on um, a podcast, radio, like y'all can't see my face, but I was stuck when B just said that. Stuck. Yes, you can Google it because. Why would you even say that for the longest we couldn't get one? But my thing is mm, Michelle Rodriguez. Miss Rodriguez, you need to simmer down, okay? Because you you need to chill, Miss Rodriguez, okay? Because, baby, I'm looking at you on TV, and we clearly the same shade. You need to chill. You need to chill, okay? <laughs> who's trashy. All right? Like, what are you talking about? But it was something that was going on with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Which I, I love Nicole Kidman. Yeah, me too. She's good. And I can't remember what was happening, but... It was some jokes about, you know, her winning and, and, um, or like basically that she had it in a bag. Yeah. And so then Michelle makes a statement like, oh no, in order to win, no, you got to be black to win. You got to be trashy and black to win the Oscar. And this was in 2012. And the only notable thing that I remember from 2012 was when Octavia Spencer won. So, I mean, this was probably before the Oscars, if Nicole Kidman was nominated. But the fact that you would even say that makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Because it's not like every single role that a black person has won that for has been trashy. And the only thing that I could think of is her maybe referring to Monsters Ball. That's not fair either. But that's the only thing that I could think that maybe she's referring to. Because, you know, everybody made a big deal about, oh, Hallie done been in all these movies and she wanted for that. But because that's the only thing that I could think that she's talking about. I will say this. If she even felt that way, then point your nose and your fingers that you're pointing to who's around the table who decided that Halle Berry didn't need one until she did that. Yeah. Let's start there. But she did say that. So I just, I just wondered how that works. And he wanted her, like the director wanted her. Yeah. And she had turned it down because she said that she felt like the role was like putting her beneath men and she didn't want to, you know, she's yeah. ultra super feminist. Right. But clearly not because you're talking, you calling other women trashy and black. I don't so, think they, I don't think they so, get the correlation though when they do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I feel it because that was originally why when I saw the preview and I was like, oh yes. And then I was like, no thanks. <laughs> right. But it's Viola. Yeah. I, I definitely want to go see it. So I'm just like, oh my God. I guess I just have to take that one for the team, but I don't fool with her because you don't say no stuff like that about your counterparts. Like if you just, you know, fundamentally disagree with a role or think something was a bad movie, that's fine. Like it's art. It's subject to interpretation. But for you to say to win an Oscar, you need to be trashy and black? Girl, what else have you done besides Fast and the Furious? You are a typecast, if you want to be honest, as the as the chick as the as the grungy chick with the leather jacket who looked like she smoked ten packs of cigarettes. I was gonna say, okay, and that. <laughs> so maybe that's maybe you need to be trashy and black. Maybe you'll get some better roles with your typecasted ass. Excuse me, that I had sucks to, because I, I really that. used to love her. Girl, bye. Um, well, since we're talking about bad bees, Viola. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, Beyonce, the Woo-hoo! Beyonce of Houston, the Beyonce Giselle knows Carter. I'm gonna let you talk about Beyonce because people swear I'm be like, I mean, we're, we're standing fans outside of, her house looking in the window or something like. I hate. Let me tell you something that I say all the time, and I want you to take this check to the bank and cash it. A hater gonna do. <laughs> amen. That's all. I'm a leader. Amen, amen, and amen. <laughs> hater gonna preach, hate. preacher. Hater preach. gonna hate all the time. Not some of the time, but all the time. Listen. Hater gonna do what a hater gonna do. Whoever running that rose for you page is a definite hater. Oh, I, I. You know what? I'm still following though. But the reason why I have doubts is because when you go click on the merchandise, it says Teespring. I've never done clicked on the merchandise. The reason I have doubts is because the page is following um, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, no. And I'm like, that was, she just wouldn't do that. She wouldn't follow anybody. Right. And if she did, say it was a joint project. She may follow Kelly. Kelly, yeah, but she wouldn't be following. Like, Nicki Minaj, out of nowhere. Because the barbs want them to be besties. Right. But... Okay, anyway, go ahead. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, Bad B, um has fully acquired Ivy Park. Um, yeah, really excited about that. I hate the circumstances under which the acquisition actually happened. She was 50% stakeholder along with Sir Philip Green in Britain. Um, he's known as a tycoon, a retail tycoon over there. He started, um, or he was a chairman of Arcadia Group. And, of course, um, equal partners on Top Shop, but he's going through a situation. Don't really want to go through the details, but there are sexual, right, there are sexual harassment allegations, and Beyonce was like, oh, no, can't have that attached to my name. Give me that. Yeah, because, so. you know, that, honey, the Beyonce haters would love Oh, yeah. That's right. You know how that <laughs> Wait, but you know you were having a conniption just now. But you know that's where it would go. Yeah, so she fixed that really quick. She was like, "Yes, come up off of that fifty percent. I got it. Here you go." Um, so really proud of her for that. I love her. Please come out with an album. Quiet. I remember when she when they were saying she was pregnant, and somebody somebody messaged me and was like, "So is Beyonce pregnant?" I'm like, "Y'all really act like I know." know if this lady is pregnant or not they asked me i was like to, girl i don't know they couldn't wait for me to get to work is she pregnant I'm yes like, am i in her uterus oh well was listen. i in the, was did i look at the stick i don't know you do better than i do because whenever they ask me i'd be like i we can't discuss that like <laughs> you're gonna get me cut off that's my response i mean is she i mean it was blowing my phone up i mean is she pregnant or no no i mean sheesh <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, but then I have to tell you. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you asking me all my juicy, me all my secrets. You got anything else you want to talk about with these people before we get into our our content? I, um, say. I just want to talk about the Red Table Talk with Jada, her mom, yeah. and Willow. And Jane Elliott. I love me some Jane Elliott. The anti-racism activist. I just wish white people would think. Not everybody doesn't have to think the same. Listen, I'm going to stop prefacing what I say because you guys come here because you know exactly what I mean. I want white people to just gain that perspective. Like, have the feels that Jane Elliott. 
get some knowledge and don't be lazy about it. Well, that's what she had. That's what she mentioned because they had like a producer or somebody on the show that sat down at the table, and she was white, and she basically said, you know, well, I don't know what to say because I feel like when I say X Y Z, it offends people. And she was like, you know, I don't know where to. And Jane was like, stop it, read a book. She was like, I don't want to hear that. Exactly. She was like, you can read, right? Read a book. Ed- educate yourself. That's why when when white people ask me questions now, I just get so frustrated because I'm like. You've heard these conversations before. Why Why are we still engaging on this level? Mm-hmm. We should have reached like a different plane by now. Um, it was it was just good to hear her talk about you know things that most of us know. You know, like that, that we all came from black women, and you know, there's one race, and and so. But what I thought was so interesting was, um, basically. When it came to educating about different cultures and races and, you know, that type of thing, the the producer lady or whoever she was, whoever works on the show, the, the white lady was like, she was open to it. <laughs> and Jada's mom was like, I'm not. She was like, I don't, I don't even want to, I don't even want to have a conversation because she is of a different time. And she was like, I remember not being able to eat here and do this and, yes. you know, people, um, she was, she mentioned a story about how. She was working somewhere, maybe in a department store or something, and somebody made a comment like, yeah, um, you know, I, I remember a time when, you know, I couldn't even come in here. I wouldn't even be allowed in here. Yeah. And whoever she was working for, he was white. He said, yeah, now you can come in and steal. So Jada's mom was like, I mean, we can be civil. She was like, but I don't really have any interest in explaining it to you or even wanting right. to know what you're talking about. I don't. I don't, I'm past that point. Which is so, it, it's it's kind of disheartening because you got some people who are old enough to remember so they don't want to discuss it. And then you got some people who are so young that they're detached, right? And they don't want to discuss it because it's like, oh, that was so long ago when really it wasn't. So then you got us that are like right here in, in the, the middle. middle and we're just trying to hold down the history of it all and trying to get to a different like place of respect. But it is. It is hard to say that you want, and, and they were speaking, basically, it was specifically the racial divide, and it was about women of color and white women. Right. But it is hard to feel like you want to open up and you, because that is what we always do. We share our black girl things and yes. our black girl magic with you, and then it's appropriated for profit. Or we let you in and say we're all going to be involved in this, you know, feminist movement, this Me Too movement, which was started by a black woman. Right. And then when it's time to put our money where our mouth is, 90-something percent of y'all go the other way. Right. So it's it's kind of like, why I am I going to keep doing this with right. you are committed they, to... They call that insanity, don't yes, they? Yes. Like we keep doing, we keep having these conversations and you just keep being... I don't even want to say willfully ignorant. You're just being blatantly ignorant. You're you're acting like you don't understand. It's like this. It's like this white shroud of I don't knowness. Like mm. I could just say I don't know because I'm white, right. but you do know because right. we've told you this a thousand times. So we- I feel like that's where 
Jada's mother, Jada's was mother is, from. and Jada is more so wanting to figure it out. And Willow is just sitting over there. Willow's facial expressions, because she's just always like, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah. Like she, she does that, mm. yeah, a lot. It's just so funny because yeah. Willow's like, I'm just here to just see what y'all talking about. That girl is everything. You hear me? She is um, her own body. But the only thing that kind of threw me off about Jada, uh huh. Is it's like the, the 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 conversation came up where it was like, you know, why is it this thing between black women and white women? And so Jada's mom was trying to go to like, it's men. It's it, it's in the in the power structure of where we've always been, even in relation to our black men. And Jada was like, no, no, no. I, I want to, that's a separate thing. No, no, no it's no. not. And I didn't, that's the only thing I didn't like about the episode is when she cut her off and trying to make it like. Did her mom stop should, talking? Yeah. Like we should, because we're women and, but it is. It's not, it's in it, that whole patriarchal it, structure. The, the, the slavery. All of Situation. It. Us, you know, raising the, like you gotta, you, you gotta imagine how, how, how that feels for to be a black woman to be having to raise this other family's children right. breastfeed these other them. children and then that woman knows you know like okay so you're in there breastfeeding these children but at the same time you got these mixed kids mm-hmm. so the the mistress is not blind to the fact that these are her husband's kids right you know so i mean you it all stems from from that yeah that's it all comes from that origin that that starting point so when jada tried to make it like it doesn't have yes it does it most certainly does it's just continued and it's just showing up in different ways now but the underlying premise is still there this is where this is coming from and then it's not made any better when you have like we've talked about on this show before black men's obsession with whiteness Mm -hmm. and light skin and you know right the mixture european features yeah and it it, it's not made any so all of that has something to do with it but jada was like no it's something that's different Um, but i think that's where where the danger comes in when you want to separate when you want to separate that whole subject when you want to separate that intersectionality that's right when because yes we are women, but you can't not acknowledge this other layer that we have. That's right. And and I agree that there technically there is one race. We're all humans, but we have to be realistic about what we're up against right now. That's right. In so, order to come out of it. Yeah, in order to come out of it. So, I mean, it was just a good episode. You know, Jane always breaks down you know, breaks it down to the third grade level since that's where her whole racism experiment started is with third graders. So I just love Jane because she's able to, she breaks it down to like the nuts and bolts of what it really is. Mm -hmm. And she does it in a way, I think it's, it's so well received from her, not just from us because we know what it is, but I think it's well received 
to people who aren't black because it's coming from someone. Exactly. That's white but and that's, non-threatening. That's right. I'm just keeping threatening. Real. Put uh, quotation marks in, their in mind. the air. Yeah. yeah. Non-threatening. It's granny. You know, it's a little that's old every, white that's, lady. That's with everything. She didn't even have to be a little and old. She could just be white. white. She could be a white man. She could be a white woman. It would just come off differently. It wouldn't come off as the angry black woman or, you know, the boisterous black male. Um, but I to- I totally agree with that concept. And I also think, like, when, when somebody tries to separate, um, like, per intersectionality, I think about, like, that scripture in the Bible where it talks about, like, if, can, the, can the foot say to the hand, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a hand. Right. So I'm not a part of the body. I mean, I'm paraphrasing or whatever, but like it's it all works together. It's one machine. If one bolt is out of place, then everything falls apart. Right. But if you guys have time to look at Red Table Talk, it is ex- excellent. Um, I followed up with the episode because I had to like go back, so I I was kind of behind. So I watched that one, and then I went back and watched the one with um Leah Remini. It's just a good show. Yeah, it is. I like it. So y'all should go watch if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. So one of my favorite parts, you know, we're getting ready to get into the holiday season. I mean, technically, you know, Halloween passed and then there was Diwali. So there have been a couple things that a lot of our listeners have participated in. But Thanksgiving is this week. And so by the time you guys hear this episode, which is Tuesday, you know, you'll be one day away from cooking and another day away from um, overindulgence, I mm-hmm. should say. So I just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about some things that we're grateful for. And then, you know, talk about some families, some traditions you rock with, some you don't. Who you're looking forward to seeing, what what your plans are, you know, things like that. Uh, so who are you looking forward to seeing for Thanksgiving this year? Are you really having to think that hard? Your mama? I see her all the time. So what? Um, if it would be anybody, it would probably just be my brother and my niece. Um, yeah. That's pretty much. Yeah, I don't have a big, big family. Right. So just them and maybe some cousins. Are you um you guys hanging out in the Charlotte area? Or are you going out of town? I, we haven't decided. Well, my mom already said she's not cooking. For real? Yes. She said she's not doing it. I'm with and Mama B. And I'm scared B. of the turkeys because I don't want salmonella. Ma'am. What? You know it's a salmonella outbreak with a turkey. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm being. No, I know you're being serious. Oh. I just didn't know. Yes. It's all over the news, Tiffany. Where? Come on. You, where know, I, you know I work, I fly, and I binge Girl, watch Netflix. The turkeys That's got salmonella. It's a salmonella outbreak with the turkeys. From where? I don't know. It's all over the news. I don't know what specific. Region or what to do specific, my but yes, yes you're scaring the people right here at Thanksgiving. They listen, if if they're you know whoa, they was listening to the news like me and saw that there's been a turkey outbreak. Are you of, saying I'm sleep? A, yes, a salmonella <laughs> outbreak with the turkeys for the past week and a half or two. Yes, I'm dead serious. Well, maybe they had their turkeys in the freezer for like a month already. Could have been, but probably not. Probability is unlikely. The way people go out and buy all of these turkeys for people, they don't even know if they got no. No power at their house to cook the turkey, but that I anyway. <laughs> I digress. Who are you looking forward to seeing? Everyone, specifically my grandma, and let me tell you why. So my grandma Marilyn, she is a hoot. Okay, mm-hmm. and she is the queen of shade. 
You know, like, that lady in church that you want to go sit beside because she going to be mumbling under her breath? Mm-hmm. That's my grandma. Okay. She might not mumble, but see, we've been knowing her long enough to, like, know what the look is. She will give you the side eyes. She knows how to fold them arms, and I cannot wait. Oh, that's going to be some good shade. Some good side note. shade. Ho- hopefully, none of y'all will see my grandma and tell her this, but, you know, we call her the Mert. Little cute nickname, and so, like, I cannot wait to see the Mert. Oh. Sweet. Yeah. In addition to that, I know my, you know, we also don't have a huge family, so we're all going to get together. And then, the, so going into the subject about traditions, um, Thanksgiving is not actually my favorite holiday of all. Um, and for me, like that overindulgence of food, like I just, I'm over it really quickly. Yeah, I don't like, want to eat turkey for three days. No. Five days, however many. I don't want to eat turkey sandwiches. I don't want ham. I think ham is for Christmas anyway, if you even eat pork. Um, So, one thing I do love about, like, Thanksgiving, especially when it comes to my mom, is she might make some green. Like, I love all the food that's cooked for Thanksgiving. Except for pie. Don't do pie. Don't drag me for that, y'all. But, and I don't eat yams. Whole nother story. I'm working on it. I'm working Why? on this. Yeah. It's a really long story, oh I promise. God. So don't yeah, drag me until you know the story. Oh I mean, I love a good cookie. I love a good pound cake, but I digress. I anyway, my mom agrees with me on this. Like, we're not about all that um, turkey and stuff. We'll do it if we have other people coming over. But, like, my mom has been known to be like, yo, it's Thanksgiving. Let's have a fish fry. Mm-hmm. Or it's Thanksgiving. Like, who wants lasagna? I think that's dope. Switch it up a little bit. The only thing I wish that we would do sometimes is take a trip. Like, I would love Thanksgiving at the beach. Yeah. Like, just as a family thing. Yeah. I'm not even looking forward to that food. I'm just like, y'all, we eat the same stuff every year. Like, I'm not, like, I'm just not excited about it. Because I'll eat, like, one plate. And then I'd be like, okay, that's it. Where is the arigatos? Like, no. Yeah, like I'm not, I will eat it, but I'm not like, like my mom always makes good greens. Yeah. So it's it's nothing for me to get like, like last week we had roast and greens and cornbread, like. And here's the thing, we it's, from the country, both of us, so it's nothing for me to go home and pick some greens too right Yeah, quick. so it's just like, I mean, you know. I always have sweet potatoes at my house. Like, I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not really. Okay. I just wish somebody would make me a good broccoli casserole because my aunt mm. that used to make it is, she's not cooking anymore because her um, health is not what it used to be. But, like, yeah, like, that's really what I wish I could get is some good old broccoli casserole. Like, oh, my God, I love broccoli casserole. With some greens. Me too. I don't want no potato salad. So maybe some yams. I don't do anything with mayonnaise or mustard in it. And some dressing. I wish I had some good cream corn. Now that would be good because I had any good cream corn in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really that turkey be dry. <laughs> no matter what, huh? No, That's why people yeah, have gravy. Turkey, yeah, turkey be dry. Like I would prefer. You can a get a roast. Me too. That's my favorite. You can get a uh, turkey from Honey Baked Ham though. Shout out to Honey Baked Ham because they make the best turkey. Yeah, I don't want no, and I don't want no ham either. Even mm-hmm. at Christmas, I'll be like. I don't want that. <laughs> B, okay, what about traditions? You guys got any family traditions that happen like at Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving? The only thing is, my mom always put the Christmas tree up 
that's ours then, too. Like that's when you put Thanksgiving the tree up. night, yeah, or, or the day after. But yeah. usually Thanksgiving night, the Christmas tree goes up. Yeah, the Christmas tree goes up. Like she's already fussing at me because I still have my pumpkin hanging on the door, and I'm like, Why? it's still November." That's what I said. She's like, "It's time to take this pumpkin." I said, "It's still November." I said, "You take it down <laughs> after." Thanksgiving, I will take it down, but she is ready for me to take that stuff down already. So, a little secret, I got my pumpkins outside, but then I put like a little Christmas wreath on the door, I and I've been getting that. dragged for that. I was like, it, it was in the way. I had already taken it out in preparation for I'm going to be busy this week. I just figured like, go ahead and get it started, and then I could just pull those pumpkins up at the end of the month. Yeah, but I'm thinking about changing the color scheme of my tree this year, uh-huh. so I'm going to be doing some pin- Pinteresting. Like, I'm, like, Christmas is my holiday. Really? Yeah, I, Thanksgiving is cool, but I like Christmas. I like Christmas and Halloween, so, which is so random, but I like Christmas, so I'm already listening to Christmas music. I already don't watch The Grinch one time. Me too. Which one? I like the Jim Carrey Grinch. You know what? I, I've i been looking for the older one, but the Jim Carrey Grinch is the one that I watched the night yeah. before last. Yeah, I like that one because my favorite part is... The baby Grinch. Yeah, baby Grinch too. is so he's so ugly, but he's so cute at the same time. And I feel so bad for him because everybody was mean to him, and he then when was he shaved love. and he had all those little things on his face, I freaking love the baby Grinch. His teacher was so mean. I, I don't want to get too far off on the teacher, but his teacher was mean because she was like, "Move the bag and move this and your foot," and then he moved, <laughs> and they saw his face, and one of the students in the back was like, "Look at that hat." And the teacher starts laughing. He was just so sad. He was eating saucers and glasses. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, poor Grinch. So, um, yeah, but Christmas is my thing. Like, Thanksgiving is cool, but I like Christmas. So, I'm ready to, like, I'm ready to feel Christmas. Okay. I'm ready to get in the Christmas spirit because last year I didn't, so. So, we're going to use um, Thanksgiving as our segue into your favorite holiday. And, and then you'll be said. happy, right? Yep. No okay. Christmas. That sounds good. Now, the, um, Who doesn't love Christmas? I mean, you get the lights. I mean, you know. you get It's cold. You get to wear your ugly sweaters. I mean, you know, it's just it's just good. I can think of a couple reasons. I'll probably discuss them later because I don't want to, like, down the episode or anything. But I can think of reasons why people don't like Christmas. I know. I, I, it's some reasons why I don't. But I have to go above and beyond right. to not be a Scrooge. Gotcha. And I have to revert back to the time of old. When I when I was a young lad and like, Christmas was magical. What is going on here? So I'm just saying, like you have to kind of, you know, because I feel like the older you get, Christmas does get sad sometimes. Like just the older you get, you mm-hmm. know, because it's just like man, like right. But I think the joy of giving and seeing other people get happy, right? I think that's what. But you know, all makes. Like- the holiday season all together. I was going to say, because all of that kind of starts now. It kind of starts during Thanksgiving when you're in line and you're getting something from McDonald's. I mean, I don't necessarily eat from there, but when you're in line and you know, you get to the counter and they're like, Oh, somebody already paid for your food. That pay it forward. That, um, volunteering, that donating stuff, whether it's Turkey or, you know, maybe toys early on for, for December, but turkey and all kinds of clothes and coats that starts you know during thanksgiving i think people do start to feel a little more grateful for the things that they have the life that they're still able to live and and are in a giving mood yeah yeah i'm i I love 
I just I just like the way it feels. Like Christmas just just feels good. It will be it will feel really good when I get this husband and he can you know I come outside and I have me a brand new car with a bow on the top. But my husband, for now, my husband, my for husband. now, I will take the gift cards. I guess, <laughs> I guess, I'll take the gift cards. I mean, please. I'm not messing with her, you guys. So, be tell me, what is it that you're thankful for since um, Thanksgiving is this Thursday? I am thankful for, and I mean, I, I always, my mama always says this in her prayers. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's if she praying. You know, at the, when we eat, like, it don't matter. She always says this. And the, and the thing that I'm most thankful for is that my family circle is unbroken. Yeah, That's I like what that. I'm most thankful for. because And she all I didn't realize when I was drunk, but she always says, you know, thankful for this and thankful for our family circle, our family circle not being broken. Mm -hmm. That is a big thing. It really because is. Because people is dying left and right. Right. So, I get upset about a lot of things. I'm sitting here on Mo and Joe. <laughs> then that hurt my poor car. His car just tore up, but I still got my family. I got family that I can call and fuss about my car being out of commission right now. Right. So that's what I'm most thankful for. What about you? You know what? The list is so long, and and a lot of the things I feel like I'm equally grateful for. Of course, I mean I think it goes without saying I didn't lose anybody in my family this year, and every year I'm just so like especially on one. Mm. On one side in particular, I'll say that. On one side in particular, like, we just out here living and flourishing. It's just amazing that, you know, we're all still here together. Um, I'm also very grateful that I'm not destitute. Mm -hmm. You know, that I'm able to, you know, I might not have everything that I want, but I can definitely, you know, no, pay some bills. And I've grown a lot this year. And the year isn't even over yet, so. Um, and... Above all else, I'm grateful for the use of my limbs, the fact mm -hmm. that I can use my voice here on this podcast and in other places, that I can be an advocate for other people, and I'm grateful for you. Oh, I'm grateful for you, too. Thanks, B. I appreciate that. You know what else I'm grateful for? What's that? Trash TV. <laughs> it's a, it's I a, love it's that. A, it's a mood lifter because you get to laugh at other people's pain. I don't know if I would put it that way, but I, mean, I get it. Not necessarily like pain, but just their foolishness. It's uh, Even though you know it's reality TV, it's almost like reading fiction. Like it yeah. takes you out of your own life and places you yeah. somewhere else. Totally different. Yeah, like I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for... I'm grateful for the other podcasters around the globe. The community. That have me... When I tell you... Scared. I rarely even listen to the radio anymore. Yes. And I just, I'm so grateful that there are people in the world that are obsessed with Supreme Court cases. Have you? They have Courtney true, B. Skirt. Courtney listen, B. Scared, y'all. Crying. Missing. But she won't stop case. listening to no, it. No. So I'm thankful. <laughs> Thank y'all who don't have nothing better to do than do this stuff because it is, it just, it's just so good. So I'm thankful for that. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for, you know, all of my friends who are mothers that are just being excellent moms and just, you know, living their best mommy life. I, you know, I'm, I I know that once I have kids, your kids going to be babysitting. Okay. So I'm thankful for that. <laughs> but 
because they may not be the same age, but they can be a babysitter. Hallelujah. Right. So I'm thankful for that. Like, you know, I'm just thankful for a lot of things. I'm yeah. thankful for a lot of things, but I'm more so thankful for my friends and family who allow me to have nervous breakdowns and don't judge me. Because those people are what matter the most. I'm trying to tell you, if we lost everything else and we still have people who love us, we can get back up, man. I'm trying to tell you, if you're, I don't want to get into like a good word, although I don't think that's my good word, but, but it might have to be like, if you don't have anything else and you got your people, you good. You good. We good. You good. I'm good. So I'm, I'm thankful for, for those things. Yeah. The most this, this holiday season. For the few people that do love me, because some of y'all don't love me. Uh-uh, don't do that. Y'all be lying. Y'all be lying. So, be saying you love me and stuff. And then, and you know what? Another thing, too. I'm thankful for people who check on you. Like, I had a friend, and it's not like we talked that much. But as soon as I said I had an accident, the first thing they said was, do you need some food and some icy hot? Thank you. Yes. You, too. Like, you know, and even though I wanted to say, yeah, I said no, because I don't be like an inconvenience, people. But the thought, <laughs> really. You're not inconveniencing nobody if we ask you. Listen, y'all, I wanted to come scoop little B up and put her on my couch with a blanket and some hot chocolate and turn on Netflix and binge watch movies with her scary movies. And you know. Yes. She was not paying me no I mind. Did, I did binge um, Making a Murderer the second season. If I ever get arrested, and it's not for real, y'all need to give me his lawyer because that lady is not playing. It okay. was so good. I was like, yes, get him out of jail. I only watched half of it, but it was really good. Yeah, so. um, Dang, I was going to tell you about something I watched too, but I can't remember the name of it. It was something, something Hill, The Haunting on Something Hill. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's yes. a series. Y'all, it's so good. I heard, and it's got some kids in it. Yeah, they grow up. Yeah, I heard but, it was good. And they do flashbacks. And, you know, I love a good movie or a series with a bunch of flashbacks. So good. That's not how to get away with murder is. You have to really pay attention. Mm-hmm. Because, speaking of that, did you watch? No, I did You know, I've been Oh, my everything. God. Oh, my God. It was so good. But I'm not going to tell you because. But I know there's a wedding. I know the boys get you know married. Somebody and dies. I know somebody dies. So I just don't know who. This last episode, you find out. Who dies, and you find out who this new character is. And you know it's the winter break, so that was it. I was like, are you kidding me? That's why I don't watch. Are you freaking that's, kidding me? You guys, me? that's why I do not watch things in real time, because my heart can't take it. I just get so invested. I need to know immediately. I just can't do it. That's why I like when I start reading a book, it's a wrap. You can forget it. Don't talk to me. I need to know what happens <laughs> next. So, yeah, you got to watch it. Will do. You get caught up. No, I'm gonna wait until they finish and then I'm gonna watch the whole thing. I'm not gonna play with my emotions. Um, but anyway, thank you for sharing with thank us you today. You know, it's not always easy to be vulnerable. Sharing is caring. Indeed. Insert heart emoji. Uh, Care Bear Heart. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of Care Bears, what brought you joy this week? What brought me joy? I know okay. you said you need a redo, weekend redo, but I'm sure there was something. It was. It was It was this one thing that brought me joy. So, it was this, I think I sent it to you. It was this video on, I seen it on Instagram where it was this little old granny at Walmart. And this guy walked up to her and was like, oh, excuse me, you have something in your hair. Mm-hmm. So, he's like touching her hair. And so, another lady runs up behind him 
and hands him this baby over the old lady's back. So she can't see that this kid is being handed over her head. Yeah. So when they hand him the kid, the shoe like hits her in the head. And then this little old lady is so confused, like, I didn't even feel him up there. <laughs> he just tricked this old lady. And when she walked away, she was like shaking her head, like trying to understand how this child was on top of her head. <laughs> and I'm like, she's probably still right now roaming around Walmart trying to figure out That's how terrible. this child get on top of my head. Don't but mess she was, with old people like that, y'all. she was just so sweet about it because she was just like, I didn't even feel it up there. <laughs> it was so funny. It was mean, but it was so cute because, I mean, grannies are just special. They and they are. need to quit picking on grannies like that. But that was a good one because she was perplexed yes. as to how she walked around Walmart with this child on Aww. top of her head. It was so funny and cute. But that's what brought me joy because it was just funny. Like it. What about you? Um. So this weekend I was invited to a play, a local middle school play over at Piedmont Middle School here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, they were doing a version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. Um, now, for whatever reason, they had to change the name and do some of the songs differently, but some of it was the same. Um, and so my friend's daughter was an Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Oompa, yes, Oompa, but when I tell you they were killing those dances, I feel like they tailored the last Oompa Loompa dance to like all the modern dances that kids do. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, they loved that and they were killing it. And um, the young fella that played Charlie is a star. I mean, right now, if I could hire him to oh. play in something, I would. He is a star. His name is Harry something. I know he's the third, but I can't remember the last name, so I apologize. I can't give him a full-on shout-out, but his name is Harry. He played Charlie, and he goes to Piedmont Middle here. But um, those kids were amazing. And, you know, Willy Wonka is one of my favorites of all time. Top five, top five. And so I was sitting there in the chair in the little auditorium trying my hardest not to sing out loud. Not to move too much, but just to see, like, that level of excitement. They were really all into it. It wasn't dry. They weren't dragging. And if you remember, we had a natural disaster here, like, a month and a half ago. And so the kids did not get to audition on time. They didn't get enough practices in, but you would not know it. So where you usually have, like, three months to prep, they had, like, a month and a half, if that. Mm -hmm. And it was showtime. And uh, they killed it. So... Shout out to the uh, drama department over at Piedmont Middle because they killed that three-day run. And I can't wait to go back. I used to love being in plays. Me too. Speaking of plays, since it is a Christmas Christmas season, I was the ghost of Christmas past one year. She, I can see that. She's so determined so to talk about Christmas on this Thanksgiving episode. Listen, Y'all, she don't know what to do. I mean, it wasn't no, was I ever in a Thanksgiving play? I don't want to know Thanksgiving Probably. play. I went in. A th- I was in a president's. I did a. We did President's Day, some kind of play, and I had to. I had a rap, so I rapped all of the presidents in like this song. Do you remember it? No, I remember when I talked about Eldridge. What is his name? Coolidge. Mm-hmm. President Coolidge and Hoover. And mm-hmm. It was like a line. They went together. I do remember some of it because I almost got kicked out of that play for being bad. But I was so good. You're you still bad. Get, you can't kick out the rap star out of the play. Who who gonna do the rap? You're still bad. Who's you're rap? you're who's a bad going to, baby. Who was going to do the rap? Isn't that what they call me? Call uh, Cash Me Outside, bad baby. <laughs> That's you, bad baby. Woo! 
I was a good baby. I wasn't a bad baby. But yeah, I mean, I love to see, you know, children express themselves express via theater. It's nice. So I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, me too. Um, I just, rem- I can remember like being done with a run and then being so sad because it's over. Like, yeah. Like, okay, when's the next play? All that build up mm-hmm. to those. For, for three days. Yeah, and then it's yeah. like, oh, now what? Right. That's why there needs to be performing arts high schools where you perform all year long. Truly. All year long. I would have the died drama. to go there. The dra- the I drama. wanted to go. Yeah, me Girl, too. I just knew I was going to Duke Ellington. Mm-hmm. I used to don't ask go. me who. Don't ask me who was about to put me up there, who's going to take care of me, but I was going. <laughs> okay, I had research and I was like, I'm going here. I understand the dream. Girl. So, um, oh, what is your good word for the good people? I, you know what? I had such a bad weekend. I'm, I'm just uninspired. I need a good word. I need a good word from Ohio. You need a good word from Ohio. I need a good word from Ohio because sis, it's been rough. You can't pull nothing positive out. Come on, B. I know you got it in you. Positive. It doesn't have to be elaborate. This is good. This is a good moment that we're having right here because it's not always gonna be glitter and gold, right? But I mean, I am without transportation. It is rough out here in these streets. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Okay, I got a good word for you. Make sure you got insurance on your car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, make sure you got insurance on your car because you never know somebody might hit you and just keep going. Or you may hit them, and then they keep going. But you either way, <laughs> either way, okay, make sure you got insurance on your car. Okay? Amen. Affleck. Amen. <laughs> Ma'am, that's what we're not going to do today. You were so silly today. Having had a bad weekend, you're still in, in good spirits, and I love that. I'm trying to be. I mean, what's the alternative? Crying is not going to put the bump of... Back on my car, okay? It might. You never tried it. No, I ain't got no. <laughs> What's your good word? Don't start no shit, won't be no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one, too. People need to no, beware. No, seriously. Beware. Don't. And you know what? I used to say that all the time. Like, when I think about all of my friends, it may be only one of my friends that actually ever got in a fight besides me. Uh-huh. Because people always be starting it and in some kind of way I end up finishing it why am I even in this this didn't even start with me you know what okay that's one less I always say one of my parental units I learned two things from just two and that was one of them don't start it but if somebody else starts it finish it yeah and I those are words I've lived by and they have come in hand see I feel this see I feel the same way but and I was kind of taught the same way but it was different it was like you don't, you know, you don't start it, mm-hmm. but you don't let them hit you first either. Right. And so that's why I'm always kind of conflicted, like with children in school and stuff, because I was always raised, and I, if my mama listened to this, she better not try to say she didn't either. But I was always raised to hit first, if some, if somebody is approaching, starting, yeah. See, because. I understand. You might the not concept. get no more hits. I understand the concept. Like, don't let anybody roll up on you. And just punch you in the face. Right. Listen, I moved in stealth mode as a kid and still do as an adult. Like adult in my adult life, like you're not gonna get one off on me like that. That's what I'm saying. Like if you you can tell if somebody is rushing up on you or trying I gotta hit you. Mm-hmm. Because what are you coming over here like that for? Why? Or like what I never understood about people 
Like, if you're in an altercation, why are you sitting down still? Yeah. Like, if somebody is getting hyped, like, you, yeah, you gotta the stand. the whole crowd is around. You see, yeah, you I gotta need to get, get up. my footing. Yeah, because what's about to happen? Because you're not gonna just... Now, if you come up from behind me or something, then I, I mean, it's nothing I can do. But if we're face-to-face, and you get to going, and I'm not going to sit down, because I need to be ready in my, in my boxing stance to hit you with a one-two. So true. <laughs> so... That's right. Don't start none. Won't be none. True. Oh, I do have one good word. Um, just based off of an experience that I had. First of all, side note, I walked into a situation, because if I say anything more than that, people will know exactly where I was, and I don't want to drag nobody specifically. But I walked into a situation where some people were legitimate, like, like trying to drag Mariah Carey and her legendary status like she ain't never done Lies. nothing and Lies. she hasn't like what Lies. has she done lately um lies lies listen, that y'all people, what you're gonna do is respect mariah carey but people say that about and i'm not saying that they don't but people say that a lot about singers but biggie had one album and you can't say he I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not arguing that he's not, but what do you mean, what has she done lately? True. She's freaking Mariah Carey. She doesn't have to do anything else, do to be else. honest. She was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Her her range was higher than that of a Dolphins, even if it's not now, like, hello. And she just came out with an album, which I personally am rocking yeah, to. Yeah, I've been listening, I listen, it's been good. listening the past two days. I didn't have to skip through them. No, I like it. It's not emancipation to me, me. Right. But it's but it's, it's listenable. It's good. Yeah. It's fine. It's good enough for Mariah. Like it's it's Mariah. I, I say see, this, I know the lyrics to two of the songs all the way through already, so there. I seen this meme on Twitter and it was a, a meme and it was Mariah Carey. She was like rolling through like Manhattan and you could tell it was at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And she was listening in her car. That she was being driven and they were listening to All I Want for Christmas. And the caption on the meme says, she can feel her power rising. Because, you know, <laughs> everybody loves that Mariah Christmas yes. album. It was like, she can feel her power rising. It was so funny. I I was like, yeah, it. because Mariah owns Christmas. That All I Want for Christmas Period. Is, is classic. And I heard she wrote it in like a matter of a couple minutes. Yeah. Which is Baby. nuts. That's one thing I love about Mariah Carey. If you go... And really like listen to her songs. Mariah is she's like a wordsmith. She uses words that you wouldn't really even like people don't normally really put in songs. Like, am I making sense here? I understand what you're saying, but I'm trying now you got me trying to think of lyrics of hers that would make me think that she's a wordsmith. Like if you look at the words, the listen, read the lyrics to Breakdown from Mariah Carey. Like, it's, uh, it's not like a typical, the wording is not like a typical you R&B know what? song. Facts. It, it's, Facts. It's like she reads a lot of books. That's like, true. Um, I, like, nonchalant. I don't even think I knew what nonchalant was before I heard that song. <laughs> But nonchalant is not a big word. We were just younger. We were, but you don't hear people's... I mean, like, even now. Guess I'm trying to be nonchalant about it. I'm going to extremes to prove I'm fine without you. And then when she say, um, but in, the, in reality, I'm 
slowly losing my mind underneath the guise of a smile. People don't write songs. People, R&B artists aren't writing songs like that. I'll give you that. They're oh, not. If for no other reason, then I stand for Mariah Carey, so. Boom. And maybe it was because I was young and that was a big word to me at the time. But right. still, people ain't writing songs like that no more. All they're saying is boot up, boot up, da dee da da, boot up. They're not saying that and stuff I'm like Mariah. And I'm not saying it's not a good song, but they're not saying that stuff like Mariah was saying. I'm just going to say this. Okay. People love that song. I tried on. to listen to her album. It was one long song. It was one long song. Song. Yep. Now the one before that, the little mixtape joint, that was pretty good. But this was one long, long song. song. True. And I was just like, nah, sis. You cute. You're a cute girl, but right. I can't. To each his own. Um, oh, I was gonna say this before I got off on that tangent about Mariah. I just had to give her her thing since she don't know them people that was talking bad about her anyway. Um, but yeah. The phrase, like, don't judge a book by its cover, like, that's so true, and it's it's a recurring thing that I see a lot of times, not necessarily directed at me, but, like, in my weekly life. Like, give people an opportunity. I want to say that. Give people an opportunity because when you give people an opportunity that might not be like you, you create an opportunity for yourself. I know that's not going to hit some of y'all until much later, but just write it down and walk with it all week, and I promise you it'll manifest. Yeah, honey, because you might be passing up on your spouse. Child. you judge somebody. Exactly. Um, so there's that. I do want to say this one other thing. I know I got a lot of things, right? All the things. All the freaking things. <laughs> You got all uh, the things. What you got to say, Tiffany? Go ahead. 1989, Harlem Nights came out. Uh, today? No, it was Saturday. Oh, okay. So, I just want to say a classic that doesn't always get its due. I know, like, black people love Harlem Nights, but we I just feel it. like as far as cinematography is concerned, it doesn't always get its just do. Harlem Nights is something that you used to often see played on BET, mm-hmm. but not necessarily other places. And um, I believe that was uh, Eddie Murphy's directorial debut mm-hmm. when he did Harlem Nights, an all-star cast, a yeah. beloved all-star cast. A lot Legends. of those people, yes, a lot of them are gone um, uh, dang, I was about to start naming people and now I can't think of nobody. Red Fox. Yeah, Red Fox. Um, that's not who I was thinking of. Though. Um, Richard Tommy. Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yep. Tommy. Oh, um, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy. I, um. Was Robin Williams in that? Was he? No. He That's what like bro. I don't know. I thought. I don't know why I thought maybe he was like a girl. If I go back and I see Rob, I don't think so. Okay. Though. Um, but Della Reese. Della Reese. Yeah. He shot my pinky toe. So just want to give that a moment, and it's just do as well. Yeah, that's a good movie. I love that movie. Yep. Um, you got anything else for the people? Mm-mm. All right. Per usual, you know, you can guys can find us on social media. Can't talk this week. On social media, on our Instagram, our Twitter, and our Facebook at the Culture Shock Podcast. You can always email us at blackcultureshockpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. What am I leaving out? SoundCloud. I said that. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Yeah. That's it. All right. For now. It's lit. Um, Yeah, so one thing I do want to leave with you guys is 
I know everybody who is listening is not in America. Um, if you are in America, then you got it good, even if you don't know you have it good. So just try to be grateful. Um, even other places in the world, like if you're able to listen to this podcast, then try really hard. I'm not saying be complacent. I'm not saying be stagnant. I'm not saying you have to be satisfied with the status quo. But in this moment, just be grateful for what you have because you have the means to do a lot of things that a a lot of other people just cannot get their hands on. True. So that's my final word. I want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. I pray that if you're not spending it with family, that you're spending it with friends. Have a Friendsgiving. If you can't get to your family, find you one friend to grab a pizza with. As long as you're with people who care about you and who love you, you can be binge watching movies. It doesn't have to be a whole Thanksgiving thing where you guys are, you know, watching football or playing football in the yard. Just as long as you're being loved upon. I would actually prefer that. Same. (laughs) But my mama not having it. I got to go home. (laughs) All right, guys. I'm a girl named Tiffany. I'm Courtney B. We'll talk to you guys next week. But until then, we out.